What's up, Inner Circle? Welcome to another episode of The Short and Spicy. Or The Short and the Spicy. (laughs) Short and the Spicy. Katie Bird, what? How has your week been? Oh. Uh, Y'all, I work in public Mm. education. (laughs) Um, It's been a long, long week. Um, Long week. It's okay. I'm going to survive it. It's, It's just a busy time of year. And you're doing an incredible job. I got a tiny, tiny taste last weekend as I was given a Sharpie (laughs) and a stack of 520 pieces of paper to draw a line through to to just edit them for you. Just a small moment of help. And I thought, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) This, This is an astronomical task. And I am just the one drawing the line. Yeah. Well, because I, I mean, I am responsible for 500 juniors, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and junior year is a very difficult time uh, academically and, you know, planning for post-secondary life. Stress, stress. Yes, stress, stress, and more stress. And so I try to help them by making sure that they have all of their stuff all together in a packet for them, which does require me going through every single one of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> of their information and transcripts and all the things. But uh, it, it works out. I mean, it, it's working out really well because... When I see them in the classroom and I take them their stuff, like, they are looking at it and asking questions. Yes. They definitely appreciate it. But it did suck away my soul a little bit <laughs> to do it. And it did. I, I believe the text was, I've lost my will to live. No, not will to live. No. Will to do this job. <laughs> to do this job. <laughs> and on a Friday, you know, that is, that is how it is sometimes. Yeah, on a Friday for sure. And then, so my week is already busy all the time. Because I'm in classrooms all day long, um, I'm not available for like emergencies unless it's like a dire emergency, and then I have to like leave, and it's a whole thing. Sure. So then at the end of the day, all of this stuff just like shows up at my desk that I missed because I've been in in the classrooms interacting with kids. Yeah. Um, and so was it? It was Thursday afternoon, I think. I got back to my office, and it, it's time for me to leave, so I'm packing up my stuff, mm-hmm. and my secretary, who's there, is like here (laughs) sorry (laughs) and um (laughs) so i did have to call dcs at 3 45 in the afternoon (laughs) five minutes after you're supposed to be gone yeah which but also just calling dcs in the first place so it's so hard uh it's it's probably might be called cps if you're not in the state that we're in but we call dcs here department of child services uh Taking care of these kids. Yes. They, and anytime you have to call them, they act like you're the dumbest person who's ever lived. Yeah. They're like, do you have their health insurance information? I'm like, no. I'm, I'm not their I'm parent. I'm a school staff member. <laughs> I don't have, I have that. their name, their address, and what happened to them. I'm also a mandated reporter. Like, I, I don't have their health insurance information, but I, yeah. Like, that's what you're trying to explain to these folks. Yes. I'm like, I'm, can you just get this child medical attention? Like, that is what I want for you to do. Uh, <laughs> the, yes. These are the, yeah, this is why we need this podcast. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> we're doing so the Lord's work throughout the week. Drink a strawberry lemonade white claw at one thirty. <laughs> exactly. Day drinking. Exactly. That. Yeah, y'all. You know, this is. And some might say this is the short and the spicy. It is the after dark version of the Smut Club. But no, it it is still daylight. It's it's one o'clock. It is raining, so yeah, could say it's it's darkish. The vibe is dark. The the vibe is dark. The vibe is dark. Our souls are dark. We're ready to roll. Um, yeah, this weekend is a special weekend that we're recording. 
This is a big one. It's a big one. We have things going down. Um, it it will be a monumental, momentous. This will be like a time capsule because when you listen to it, the big event will have already happened and you will know what happened at the event. But uh, we, us sitting here, we have no idea what is going to happen. We have no idea. <laughs> But we have many thoughts. We have so many thoughts. <laughs> we have many feelings. <laughs> we are recording Saturday morning before the Super Bowl, the Swifty Bowl. We still have hope in our hearts. Yes. The joy is still there. <laughs> uh, I just, I mean, it's going to be fine if they lose. If, uh, if Taylor is upset, I will not be fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's sad. You will also be sad. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is, I'm trying to... Yeah, we've we've got some football trauma. You and I both. Yes. Growing up here, we I've just learned to guard my heart, didn't around football. Leading up to a game, just guard your heart. Yeah. You don't know. You have no idea, and I mean by now you all know that we live uh, in an SEC town. We have an SEC team, a big one here, and we have been hurt. <laughs> <laughs> our hearts have been broken. We have been hurt many, many times uh, throughout our lives. Uh, and once a program that was prosperous and amazing mm. and has fallen from grace. Early in our lifetimes. <laughs> and yes. then just across our lifespans has just, just gotten worse and worse. Plummeted. We're on the upswing. This is our year. This is our year. Yeah. We're on Brick the upswing. Brick by break, baby. <laughs> We're the champions of life. Champions. <laughs> Brick by you know the brick. championships that really matter. The, the championships ch- of life. <laughs> oh yes, y'all can figure this out so easily. But yeah, yeah, it's that. So I think I'm bringing in some of that energy to the Super Bowl. But if I just focus on the Swifty element alone, oh, that's the fun part. I am absolutely stoked. Yes, I know. I've uh, I was telling you all that. I, I mean, my Twitter serves me all. Uh, Taylor Swift content it could possibly find mm. and so many Swifties who are new to the football world um oh. <laughs> which I love because like it's so beautiful if you don't grow up in a town like this where you're not surrounded by football at all times like our culture is centered around it you can't go anywhere on a weekend and yeah. not have like the game playing everyone's wearing our team's colors like it's it's ingrained in the culture <laughs> it's a it's a really meaningful fun yeah. way to... so football is not we're not strangers to football here yeah but Swifties who are like I don't know anything about football and they're like I can't believe I care about the Kansas City fucking Chiefs <laughs> <laughs> of all the teams like I'm gonna be upset about the Kansas City fucking Chiefs like, are you fucking kidding are you me? serious this was not on my I don't even it? know where Kansas City is <laughs> <laughs> yeah one of our one of our friends was like I've been there there's nothing it's flat it's flat yeah somebody um yeah I, I'm looking forward to to an increase actually especially if the Chiefs win I'm looking forward to an increase in passive aggressive comments about oh, all of my Chiefs gear let's go yes but um it was a Brad dad and a Chad apparently at the Target checkout as I was as I was um I was getting a whole bunch of stuff for the party that we're hosting a Swifty party this the Swifty party and I had on the Chiefs sweatshirt the red one that Taylor wore She's worn a few red, but this is like, I think the red, the vintage one that she, yeah, yeah, she sweatshirt and she, um, but anyway, super cute. I was so happy. I was wearing it at the Target, that French store. Um, I am a boomer. Um, but I (laughs) like was letting this guy go in front of me. I was like, Hey, like he had two young kids hanging off the shopping cart. I'm like, you, you go on ahead. I've just, I'm just living it up. And she's got podcasts in her ears. Yeah. I was thriving. I was so happy. 
and he i think he could sense that i think he could sense my the joy my girlhood wonder my my how dare exactly i think he could sense like that I, how dare a woman how I, a, I a woman exists feeling joy wearing a red sweatshirt yeah the audacity so it offended him and on the behalf of his sons he needed to really pass on the legacy of the patriarchy and just uh, really men do be doing that it was really helpful i i really appreciated it and it did not make me infuriatingly turn as red as my sweatshirt mm. but he okay so i'm used to trash talk i lived well I have I have lived in towns, not this town, and lived so I've, in rival towns. I've lived in rival towns, and so I'm used to some trash talk. I know what I'm doing when I go out in like a rival gear, but this was unexpected because he was like, "Oh wait, is that a jean sweatshirt? Oh, never mind." But then, because he told me to go ahead, and, so then I'm like, "Well, do you want to go ahead and me?" Like it was so disconcerting. Like, what's wrong with being like, "Thanks." yeah and then was, and then saying nothing else but it was so yes it was so and i i i mean benefit of the doubt i think it was truly just uh like oh chiefs yeah but ah, i've gotten like I've it just, was it was weird i've gotten a mix uh i so i saw a tiktok um friday morning before i went to work that was from this lovely, lovely Chiefs fan. He was like, hey, Swifties, just so you know, on Fridays, we wear red before the game. Oh, that's and beautiful. Yeah, he was like, I just want to make sure that you all know. And this is like the biggest game of the year. So please put your red on. Like, we're wearing red. Adorable. And I was like, I appreciate that. Like, as someone who's not that's in Kansas City, I don't know what the rules are. So I was like, I'm going to wear my, I'll wear my Chiefs escort to work. And, you know, normally the rule is we're supposed to wear our school colors on, on Fridays. Fridays. Whatever. What, what, are you, what are you gonna do fire me <laughs> let me tell you they're really not they gave you a goddamn trophy they're not gonna yeah so i um i roll up to work in my karma is the guy on the chief's sweatshirt and um i got many an eye roll from a lot of the male staff in the building they're fine like i'm like am, am i hurting you personally is this offensive do I hurt your feelings? So normal. <laughs> I mean, you uncomfortable? I just smile and wave at them. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Um, and as the personality hire in the mm. office. <laughs> oh yes, certainly not hired for your competence. <laughs> your overcompetence at everything. But no, yeah, you are the personality hire too. Um, so people find it easy to uh, poke fun at me, especially for Taylor Swift stuff, because. <laughs> As I'm, the off, I'm the office 50, though. Now I do have an ally. Uh, my friend just got hired yes. as our career counselor. Uh, That's helpful. Yes, she's amazing. But you really are <laughs> the only... <laughs> you really are the only 50? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Now me and, and my friend S. Um, so it is my job to inform my office of any... Or they think that it is my job to hear their grievances of Taylor Swift. Oh! They think that I can pass along a message to her. They're so they like, need to air their grievances to like, you. They're like, here are the things that I don't like. Maybe you could let her know. You're the container. I'm like, yeah, let me just call her and let her know that you don't like her. Also, it, <laughs> I, it gets a little personally, because that's what that guy was doing to me. Yes, it, it does. It's, it's like, this is something that you know that I like, and it's like, at this point, a part of my personality, and you're just making fun of it. <laughs> it would be one thing if it was a genuine question, like, hey, I, what album should I start with? Or like, I don't yeah, know, something yeah. cute. But or like, if are, you want to know, like, why is she re-recording? I'm happy to tell you why she's yeah, re-recording Yeah, let's talk about albums. it. <laughs> like, 
And I know, I imagine you're so lovely to folks who are asking questions, but airing grievances? Yeah, so um, in my, I had one moment of, I think... Was this so, when you were crouching behind the... Well, that that was in there. <laughs> so there was, you know... <laughs> crouching. There was some airing of grievances, behind. and then some more work put on my plate, and then a crouching behind the, the fridge kind we, of moment. We can all relate. <laughs> We're like, yeah. 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 Sometimes you just got to curl up into a ball where no one can it see helps. you. It does. It helps. <laughs> um, so I like walk by the conference room where they have just finished the counselor's meeting that I missed because I was in a classroom. Sure. And uh, I hear them call my name. Hey, Katie. I'm like, what's up? So I turn around and then they notice, oh, she's wearing a chief sweatshirt. Were you a Chiefs fan before? I'm like, hmm. <laughs> ah. yeah. I'm like, well, I wasn't not a Chiefs fan. Like, yeah. I'm just here for a good time. Like, we're just, I mean, we're throwing a Swifty party. Who cares? Karma is the guy on the Chiefs. And then our testing coordinator was like, let me ask you a question. And she, <laughs> let's fucking she, go. Yeah. She was Test like, me. what did you think of her speech at the Grammys? And I said, mm. which one? Because she won two. Mm. <laughs> she won and twice. She was like the one where she announced her album, and I was like, "Oh, it's great! Loved it. Cool. It's really exciting for me to watch the woman I love on the television screen announce a brand new, brand new music. It's really great. That was re- that was nice. What do you want me to say? Yeah. And she was like, "Well, it just seems weird. Like the Grammys doesn't seem like a place to announce your new album." <gasps> and I was like, "The Recording Academy, like the biggest night in music, is not the place to announce new music." Also. It is not for the benefit of anyone in that room that she's announcing that album. Yeah. Most people in that room probably already fucking know. Yes, exactly. That was not for them. That's for us. That's what she does for us. It's for her. Fa- that's how she got there. Yes. Is, I mean, they don't vote just based on some random, like, this is because of the popularity of her work. The Swifties are the ones who are, are yes, she she is loyal to her fans. That This is this is also not the first time she's done it. Yeah. She did it at the VMAs for Midnight's. Exactly. She's done it before. Yeah. And so it's it's not unprecedented. It's not strange. Also, though, I imagine that that was not an independent thought. There are articles and tweets and everything going on right now about exactly that. Of like, this was not the place to announce that. And so what irritates me is that that's just... They're just echoing. Yeah. Well, and it's like... It's, it's just Taylor can never do anything right ever. And so... You know what? She, she actually can't win like taylor regardless of what she did if she sat there stone stone faced for everyone's performance she would have been a, a cold bitch yeah if she had jumped up jump up and down and give celine dion the biggest hug possible yeah it's like why are you doing she that? would have been a kiss ass yeah, yeah it's like celine dion doesn't want to hug you yeah like you're just taylor swift there is no winning yeah and that like listen to any of her recent music she's saying exactly that mm-hmm. she's saying i've tried it all <laughs> like there is no, like, you can be the goodest of the good girls, and it's not, like, just be true to you. Yeah. And, be, and just be kind to people. That's, that's all we got, folks, because we're women, and it's offensive. How dare. How dare. How dare. Exactly. Yeah. So, and, and I'm like, I, lo- I love when she announces new music. It's always really fun. And then she was like, well, it was also really awkward the way that she was, like, holding the Grammy, and, like, what? she held up, like, a two, and I was like, now. Now, that was a. Now, let me tell you something about. <laughs> Whatever Taylor Swift is doing is not accident- accidental. Whatever she's doing up there, she has planned already. Yeah. And so if it looks a little weird, if it looks a little awkward, that's because she's talking to us. She's, tell- she's telling us something's happening here, and I want you to pay attention. That's the fun of this. Yeah. Folks, that's, 
that's the fun that's how we interact with her yes and how did she respond um well she was like well that makes sense and then um i was like well we were really surprised because we thought it was going to be reputation and not a brand new album and then she said (laughs) oh because of she's recording her music so she can get more money and i was like so she can get more money let me tell you the man alexa let me tell you a story about a man named scooter braun (laughs) gather around the campfire so she can get more money also like if a man did this yeah we what is it what's the men have done men have done yeah this she would All be of the Beatles a remastered music beautiful what do you think that was she would be a brilliant businessman business like this would be a brilliant business move and she would be yeah. respected as such but because she's a woman she wants more money and that's unseemly what a bitch yeah what a bitch yeah this billionaire <laughs> who like is self-made renowned yeah. philant- philanthropist like okay cool i don't know yeah women can't win yeah it's and on our best behavior by Elise Lonin. I think I've mentioned it on the pod before, but it talks about seven deadly sins for women. And it's like, this isn't, there is no winning here. Yeah. Pride, envy. Like you can't, you just can't be good. Just ways of punishing women. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just be you. Yeah. Wow. That's, if you don't like Taylor Swift, you don't, you don't have to love her. Nobody's asking you to actually. Yeah. I don't She's go, fine. Like, I don't go up to people and like She's good ask without your questions love. about ACDC or like, <laughs> I don't know. Tell me, tell me more about, about Post Malone. Like, tell exactly. me what's going on with Post Malone. Like, I don't care. It, I don't, I just don't understand the fixation of other, of other people's fixation on something that, uh, that we like. It's fascinating. Yeah. And I, I think it's all a, and I'm not the first person to say this, but like, this is like a mic. It's because she's a woman. It's because she's a white woman. And like, that's why all the, it's, it's fascinating that then they're asking me, it's all very meta. Like, what are you trying to say? It's, it's internalized misogyny. Mm -hmm. It's misogyny. It's, I mean, I, she, she can respond to feedback. She's grown. She's changed. Like if if it's legitimate feedback and criticism of like, Hey, no, you need to grow and change in this way she seems very receptive to that yeah but it's in receptive in like i don't know beliefs that she previously held that she doesn't she doesn't hold anymore yeah but also being like this is the person that i am and i just i'm not going to change it anymore like yeah i like to stand up and dance around at music shows like yeah i i don't care what you think anymore and like that actually is truly her yeah like, if you look at, you know, if you've seen any of the eras, like, that's really, she she's goofy. She's, she's silly goofy. She's silly goofy, and she loves music, and she just wants to have a good time, and she wants to support other artists. Yeah. She's quoted as saying many times, right, that it, it irritates her how people don't sing along at award shows. This was not, like, a, a PR move. Yes, and you can see, like, she is supporting every single artist, like, standing up for every artist, and standing up for Harry Styles, an ex-boyfriend, yeah. when people yelled at him when he was yeah. on stage. Like, she, I mean, she is doing she's, she's just so to. visible. She's just so visible yeah. that there's no winning. There's nothing, yeah. It's it's become this weird cultural thing that's just very interesting. Yeah, I saw a great TikTok, because, you know, Miley Cyrus had that amazing performance of Flowers. Iconic. Loved it. She looked like she was having the time of her life. <laughs> So and fun. she has that moment where she's like, you're, you're acting like you don't know this song. Like, yes. I know you know this song. Hey, good point. And 
someone had commented on like a TikTok of that and was like, yeah, no one, like, I can't believe everyone was just sitting down and not dancing. And then someone responded and was like, oh, but when Taylor Swift stands up and dances, you hate that? Mm. You hate that? So what's yeah. the right answer here? Yeah, Miley called them out. We were all like, yeah, Miley's an incredible strong woman. She's been through a lot. Mm-hmm. But then when Taylor is singing along, oh, she's, like, she's trying to get attention. Tall woman. I mean, cue the Barbie movie. Cue America for area yeah. of like, there's just no winning. Mm-hmm. Like you, like, there is no winning. And Q, you're on your own, kid. Like, it's just, we should be mindful and we should be kind. Yeah. Don't and take up too much space, but always be grateful. Yes. Yes. Don't take up too much space, but always be grateful. And it just, it's, I think as long as we are being loving members of our society, <laughs> and as long as we are being our own authentic selves, that is actually the only way to win because mm-hmm. you're going to lose regardless because you're a woman you're going to lose because there's no right way to be a woman no. and so somebody's going to hate it in some capacity of course but you can win when it's authentic to you yeah and it's and you got your girlies yeah and when you when you're surrounded by people who also are like yeah i don't know it's it's not about winning but this is just there's such big concepts baked into these little conversations that people are having and i'm 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 interested in it all. It's a fast, yeah. These, all of these. Oh well, she's gonna write an album about Travis when they break up. Okay. It's misogyny. Yeah. I mean, what is Drake gonna write an album about next? It's gonna be about the women. Yeah. He loved. Yeah. And all the money he made. Heart. Yeah. All the yeah. women he fucked. Like, what? What's? <laughs> that is such a common. It's like all her songs are about boys, and it's like. First of all, that's not really true. And second of all... Yeah, first of all, that shows that you haven't listened. Even if it were true, who fucking cares? It's her life. It's her story. She's allowed to write about it. Yeah. And, like, it's not different than any other artist making music. That's what's irritating, is that it's not any different than any other... And it's just not true. Like, listen to folklore. Yeah, I know. That's always what I say. I'm like, well, if you don't really like the whole, like breakup songs love songs whatever uh check out folk whatever more it's all fictional like it's fictional yeah stories about teenagers falling in love exactly breaking up. and then or well with 1989 she's like i write too many breakup songs okay i'll write about, I'll write about being in moving new york. to new york yeah. and uh, having good times with my friends oh if i, I have girlfriends much, oh, i'm spending too much time with my friends i'll stop doing that too i'll, so, I'll disappear actually i'll disappear yeah oh you don't like that either where's taylor swift <laughs> yeah it's, and now she's on the field on the with, for the AFC Championship. Oh, the people, surprise, surprise, don't like that either. You don't want to see her kiss her boyfriend? Hmm. Oh, but when Brittany and Pat do it, that's okay? That's adorable and like a wholesome family. Yeah, that's fine. It's, it's really, this is why we identify on a, on a much smaller scale with Taylor Swift because we've experienced this. Yeah, exactly. We experienced misogyny and patriarchy every day every day every fucking day and and it lives within us we have internalized misogyny and it it you know like keeps us small and keeps us from living and yeah it's just it's fascinating and it's beautiful to watch taylor i as a newer swifty new definitely new swifty it just as a newer swifty i love seeing her as a grown woman and seeing her courage yeah it's inspiring and it's it, it's really inspiring for like the, my teenagers who are like who yeah. are big Taylor Swift fans and they're like they're they're seeing it they're like oh I'm allowed to take up space they're seeing it they're seeing the grown-up mm-hmm. Taylor and they're like oh it's 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 why Gen Z we're getting this like bold generation 
and younger is it gen alpha gen yeah gen alpha double a yes they're getting i don't know these girlies are having courage Mm -hmm. and i hope that they don't have to work through the same kind of shit that we had to work through i don't know i hope better yeah i think it'll be it's it it (laughs) probably won't be easy but it'll be different it won't be easy but it'll be different exactly well yeah we have many of our listeners are swifties and even folks who aren't y'all care y'all care care about these things yeah you care about fucking the patriarchy yes (laughs) so y'all are welcome y'all are welcome to ask questions about what is it what is on the new heights podcast what does he say what does jason say uh, there are no dumb qu- oh there yeah. are no stupid questions no stupid questions only stupid people <laughs> <laughs> that's what these two no that's not what we're saying <laughs> no <laughs> uh less funny when it's from us yeah or if you have a, a misogynistic taylor swift story like let us know yeah oh, we would do it with us i'm sure i'm sure if you like her music then you've experienced misogyny in some way <laughs> yes you resonate you resonate in some way but we do have a new album coming yes so excited we were gobsmacked yeah completely shocked gobsmacked our friend ashley uh screenshotted our conversation like the in the moment announcement yeah and posted (laughs) she posted on her instagram and it was just us going it was it's just like what's going on i don't understand i think mine said someone shoot me yes (laughs) (laughs) it was just i don't think people understand and that's what your your coworker was asking like we were so ready for rep yeah and my hands were like shaking i was like i can't even type on my phone yeah it's gonna be reputation taylor's version like that that was every cue was pictures are black and white for months yeah her picture turns black and white the day of and then (laughs) she shows up wearing black and white all of her friends are wearing black lana's wearing black and she shows up with lana as her date how could we have known like and we know that reputation is still yeah like of well, course we know, we're going to come to that conclusion. And re- we know that Reputation is done because we, we've we heard Delicate Taylor's version in Summer I Turn Pretty. So, like, yes. the music's done. We and know it's there. And she wore green. She wore the snake green to VMAs, golden, whatever. Oh, the green, yeah, the green, the green dress. For the snake. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we have just, this has been, this was not an unfounded suspicion. And so then for it to be the longest album title the tortured <laughs> the poets de- the dead poets the dead poet society is what we all yeah that's immediately all I can, that's all it's in my brain the dead poet society it was please stop because i literally it will be that forever in my brain i know i have it's, to i have to picture have the to acronym think. like the ttdp but no the then tortured I think, poets department then i think the summer i turned pretty yeah. whenever i start the <laughs> it's the t and the p and the i i can't i can't so tortured poets department the the dead poets society Society. (laughs) the tortured man's club we don't know we don't know but we're stoked the longer so so freaking stoked the longer the further we got away from our shock the more excited we've gotten new music is always always exciting oh i know and it's it's interesting i mean obviously taylor never does anything without purpose yeah you know, cryptic and Machiavellian. Reputation is a Joe album. Hmm. <laughs> um, I, I oh, this is one of my favorite. Yeah. So I mean, theories. Very, very popular theory that she's like, I'll give you Reputation Taylor's version, but not until you know what this motherfucker did. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. Because Reputation Taylor's version, we're gonna get even deeper. We got dress Ooh. on Reputation. We got like we got King of My Heart. We got a love song. Like we got 
incredible, iconic songs, but they were all for Joe. They're for Joe, but she. We need we need present day update on Joe before we go back in time. Yes, and and then we reapply the songs to Travis because he does have blue eyes. Obviously, yes, and he's really tall. Yeah, and he has a getaway car. He a, has a car. He has a car. He, he has, has a, a job. job. <laughs> ah. <laughs> We're fans. <laughs> we love a man who has a full-time fucking job. It's one of my favorite kinks. <laughs> really? Employed. Yes, employed. That's actually first on the list. It's hot. Has a job. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a job that, like, where he does mm-hmm. something completely different from her. Yeah. And she's like, hey like we can't always make it to each other's stuff but we're still supporting each other and that's okay it's so like, sweet he's he's working he can't come to tokyo because he's working he like can't that's what's come so to, beautiful he can't, he can't come to the grammys because he is going to the super bowl yeah exactly he's he's training for the super bowl we did get a track list for yes. the dead poet society the which torture ones are poets department stop it right now <laughs> i can't i'm so sorry the dead po- like it's a, okay the tortured poets department yes Okay, so I'm actually... Tell me your favorites. <sighs> Mine is uh, Olive Garden with Papa. <laughs> I'm sorry, Florida. My, my favorite song... Is Piece of Bread to a Squirrel. Piece of Bread to a Squirrel. Squirrela. <laughs> These I, are Travis Kelsey tweets. I'm so stoked for Post Malone. I know! Fortnite featuring Post Malone. That's going to be... I, I hope it's a bop. Like, I, I'm really... That would be really fun. He's got some great stuff. I'm, I'm kind of... I'm picturing like the first time you play midnights and it's like mimi at midnight and it's like yes that synth, that synth intro uh, i could see post malone with the synth jack Ginoff knows i mean yeah, he, knows he knows what's going down here um i florence and the machine i love florence and the she machine. is oh wow some of her stuff especially the mental health stuff she's got some great she will iconic She'll yes be great. and it's interesting a florence and the machine feature on a song that has three exclamation points in the title florida Florida. Three. So we got slut. Slut. Three exclamation points. Or one exclamation point. That was that was a lot. That, that was, was a lot. That was like, wow, this is a song with an exclamation point. And that ended up being like the most delicate, beautiful. Just like a, a word of waltzing. Just yeah, slut. exactly. That very strange. But Florida with three exclamation points makes me think. We're going to shake our asses? I, I to Florence sure the machine. hope. I sure hope she's like, but no, Florence at the machine. Dog days are over. Like, she's got some, like. True. She's got some, well, she's got some Jack Antonoff energy. Yeah, she's energy. got some excited stuff. So, I, I decay. I, uh, okay. Track five being So Long London is mm. devastating and horrifying to me. I'm, I'm worried. We all heard, now that we don't talk, we all heard is it over now oh my fucking god is it over now you're gonna you're gonna bury harry styles the man we all love we loved him we love him and what are you gonna do to joe the guy we already fucking hate the guy no we were pretty ambivalent too you were ambivalent we were she's happy whatever yeah no look we're not saying it didn't matter we're not saying they didn't love each other of course they did. there's a time for everything but i think he's a piece of shit that's right (laughs) unemployed piece of shit (laughs) taylor i respect you and your decisions and at the same time and that's not to say that i wouldn't make the same exact mistake like oh oh what did you say what remember like remember in nashville night two when we were there whenever we thought she was with um oh, he's not my real dad remember what the girl next to us said like hey if i just got out of a six-year-long relationship that's exactly the fucking guy that i'm dating <laughs> just like 
a horrible <laughs> monstrous bridge troll that she's like dead serious she like, was like he, i, I he don't does, judge her for he one does second. cocaine on the weekend <laughs> she's like that's exactly who i would be never with. had a shower in his life and in the same breath yes joe it's like well she was at the rock bottom of life she was like none none of it's real None of it matters. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I finally... He's paying attention to me. Yes. And he has a normal life. Like, And he doesn't care if I am good at this. Yes. So her world was crumbling. And she found this guy. She met him in a bar. Like a normal person would meet someone. And she's like, he actually has a normal life. Nobody knows who he is. And he wants to like hang out with me. Yeah. yeah that's... Yes. I love him. So like any, any hate that we direct towards Joe Alwyn, we're like, but girl, we, we get it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> There's no judgment to Taylor. No. I judge him. I judge him. He fumbled the bag. Yeah. Clearly. Asshole. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Don't lock her up. But but Daddy, I love him. <laughs> so fucking relatable. I can fix him. No. Wait, Parentheses. No, no, really. I can. <laughs> these I are mean, the Y'all, these are the... Whom's the, among us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is about Joellen. But, like, the, y'all, for context, these are all song names these are track this is the track list yeah in case you thought we were just saying we could fix joe allen we did not think that i'm not interested in fixing joe allen mm-hmm. um so fresh i'm not the interested slammer, in a tamlin redemption arc no no thank you actually um <laughs> uh, fresh of the slammer so when i first saw that title i was like that's interesting i wonder i can't imagine what that would be and then i saw someone tweet taylor going from he can be my jailer yes bertram do his taylor yes and then saying, I will never get those years that I spent locked up. In the time in- interview. Yes. And then go- and having a song called Fresh Out the Slammer. I was like, oh. Oh, the metaphor is complete. It's we, we're hearing what we're, you're saying, Taylor. We gotcha. We got it. <gasps> he didn't want to let you fucking out. My favorite. Oh, my favorite theory. Not theory. Observation, actually. Observation. April the 19th was the day yes. of the first. Was it the first battle of the American Revolution? That was when the day the American Revolution started. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> you know I love a football boy. <laughs> what, what is it? You no. know I love a football boy. <laughs> it, yeah. American America. Football. Yeah. American football. She's She it's, has freed herself her from Amer- British tyranny. <laughs> I mean, we were already making the jokes when she started dating a football player. But she, to release it on April 19th. She hears us making the jokes and she's like, that's fucking funny. I think we make her material for her sometimes. <laughs> she's like, that's, we're fucking, funny. that's fucking funny. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll, we'll put it out so on the day of the American good. Revolution. She's so smart. No, this is just straight on the nose, actually. It's also National Cat Day and like National Songwriters Day, but it's definitely the first it's definitely day of the that. fucking American <laughs> Revolution. Yeah, and then I saw... Um, so there's a song on here called I Can Do It With a Broken Heart. Uh, and so she said um, at one of the Tokyo nights uh, that she had started working on it right after she turned in Midnight's. And she's been working on it for two years. God, all through the Eras Tour. All through the Eras Tour. And so I saw someone say that that has got to be about starting the Eras Tour, knowing that she and Joe had already been broken up. But we didn't know that yet. We didn't. That was a fucking bonkers way to start a tour. Yeah. That was wild. I didn't even know that I was going with you yet. And I was like, did they, did they break up? Like, she's just doing a tour though. Like she's, but that's the point. She was fresh out of the slammer. She's fresh out of the slammer. It was slammer. actually she's like, beautiful. No, I actually am going to go on tour. And I guess you just can't be a part of it then. And 
a world record breaking tour it still is and will be has been is and will continue to be <laughs> as of this day like that's what's wild it's just i mean you know we lol about karma as the guy on the chiefs and karma karma no like this is some weird karma Karma is her boyfriend she she, she knows it it's it is like if you think of her story arc and like everything she's been through and to be enjoying this level of, that's what Swifties people who are not Swifties don't understand the level of success that she's enjoying now is in contrast to what she's been to, through yes and, that's and why feeling it's like so she's meaningful. allowed to enjoy what she's doing and be seen yeah yeah and like she live keeps her saying life. I love doing this I love it the please, reward please is let the me work. keep doing this yeah. yeah it's it's like actually we would love for you to <laughs> immediately in the pre-order line for the yeah. torture post appointment that fucking 30 minute wait for my album <laughs> i waited yeah it just kept stayed on 16 minutes for like three hours did you get it yeah it did okay. the next morning oh the next morning yeah pre-ordered vinyl nice gotta all right we're gonna wrap this up with something short and spicy with something short and spicy the spiciness today has been our hot takes. feminist rage feminist rage as per usual as- actually <laughs> Last week, I'll was- title this podcast: Two Girls <laughs> Losing Their Minds." <laughs> Two girls losing their minds. It was butt sex and three part harmony at one point. Our spice takes different flavors. That's right. Different varieties. We contain multitudes. We're like a special edition of tahine. Okay, Anna, are you ready? I am actually born ready. This is actually pretty on theme. I feel like. <laughs> Read the title again. <laughs> That's you, all I've heard. You don't like your boyfriend seeing me braless in the dorm. Then he won't. Then he won't. <laughs> a, little, a little Reddit thread here. That's right. Excellent. I live in a college dorm on an all-female floor. Mm. I usually wear a bra if leaving the dorm building, but I'm not going to put on a bra under my shirt just to walk down the hall to the bathroom. I'm not going to put mm. on a bra at all, actually. <laughs> Let me tell you the times that I'm not going to put on a bra. Most of the time. Most of the time. And especially in the place that I live. Also, why is she explaining that? Oh, my God. Yeah. A few days but I'm ag- not going to put on a bra. Okay. Okay, girly. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Again, college. A few days ago, I left my room and walked 10 yards down the hall to the water fountain, refilled my water, water bottle, and went back to my room. I was wearing a white tank top and no bra. The tank top was fitted but not see-through, so you could only see the outline of my nipples. Who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure because she's in college, they're like, perky and amazing. <laughs> yeah, she probably looked incredible. She's 19. <laughs> yeah. Little party hat. There was a small group of people hanging out in the hall outside a few of the rooms, but I didn't think much of it until half an hour later when I got a knock at the door from one of the girls I'd seen in the hallway. She said something to the effect of, hey, so sorry to ask you this, but if you got into the hall again, could you put a bra on? My boy- what? My boyfriend's out there, and he was staring a little, so... Oh! <laughs> That's your boyfriend's problem. Oh, this is on topic, actually. That belongs... This is- this is congruent with our discussion. Oh, that what? belongs to your boyfriend. What? Mm. She's learned that. She's learned that from somewhere. She's learned that from an older woman. Yeah. Oh, that su- is his business. Uh, tell him to stop. Also, if you feel that way, do not put that onto another woman. No. You, little missy. She's like, you need to discuss that with him if I'm that bothers you. Thirsty. Also. Also, if my like. Yeah, I've been married for a hundred years. Like he's gonna look. Fuck, who fucking cares? We're watching Friends and you know, their nipples headlights. are out. Yes, <laughs> yes, women's bodies are beautiful. Yes, that doesn't threaten me. You have nipples. Congrats. <laughs> Every yeah, we, we've got nipples. We got them. It's great. Oh, uh, that makes me so angry. I know. 
I'm super non-confrontational, so I was like, yeah, sure, sorry. Which, relatable, honestly. Um, and for the rest of the night, anytime I left my room, I put on a bra or a sweater. Oh. And that was the end of it, or so I thought. Hmm. The next day, my roommate told me she'd overheard the girl telling a few of her friends about the incident while in the bathroom. She said the girl was making it sound like I'd been purposefully trying to seduce her boyfriend, mm-hmm. wearing basically nothing, taking she her... She was t- naked. <laughs> yeah, in her tank top. Mm. And short and leggings, I'm sure she was wearing. Yeah. Uh, taking my time at the water fountain, posing to push out my tits. What? The whole works. Posing. Okay, so this girl, the other girl, is obviously deeply insecure. And oh, I have to put that on another girly, though. I mean, she is clearly not in a healthy relationship with her boyfriend and doesn't have a healthy relationship with her own body. <laughs> yeah, really. And other women, because we project that on other women's yeah. bodies. Oh, <clears throat> when she left the bathroom, my roommate said the girl was actually acting it out at the water fountain, pretending to be me. That night, I will I, cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm furious. Don't piss off Anna. Yeah, really. That night, well, I, no, don't piss off. Don't piss off my friend. This girl is my friend now. That's right. She's one of us. <laughs> She's one of us. That night, I passed the girl and some of her friends on my way to brush my teeth. I wasn't wearing a bra. I was already in my pajamas. The girl looked pointedly down at my chest, and <gasps> all of them started giggling. Oh, fucking nightmare. Oh, that's humiliating. That's a baloney barb. That's, oh. Oh, hate it. Ouch. But the last straw was when the entire dorm got an email from the RA yesterday saying <gasps> she'd gotten some anonymous complaints about people dressing inappropriately in the hallways and asking that we all just make sure we keep things covered up. She lives there. Yeah, that's she's it. in her jammies. Do you, like, even when I'm, like, I don't know, at my house and I've got people over, like, I'm not wearing a, I'm not no. wearing a bra. Especially if it's, like, late. We're watching a movie, but it's late at night. No. It's, like, I, I mean, I think. Many folks here are familiar with the human breast. I, Brandon will be the only one maybe less familiar, and, and he's not here right now, but, like, that, yeah, that, you can't tell. Who cares if it, you can? And who cares if you can? It's a boob. It's, it's, what is it? Sacks, heavy sacks of yellow fat. Heavy sacks of yellow, heavy boobs. Heavy boobs. <laughs> Big sacks of yellow fat. Exactly. It's just, it, it absolutely... It doesn't blow my mind. It's, I mean, that's yeah, how I, I grew up, but it's right. just still deeply problematic. So here's where I got my petty revenge. <laughs> oh, oh, good. I thought that's where this ended. <laughs> demon emoji, demon emoji. That's right. I knew that the girl's boyfriend doesn't go to college here, and the girl and I were in the same orientation group and chatted a bit back then. I also knew that due to the pandemic, we weren't allowed to have non-students slash family guests in the dorms this year. Hmm. So I used the same anonymous complaint form to issue complaint about people bringing their off-campus boyfriends into our dorm and not and them not wearing a mask. Masks Ooh. are mandatory in the hallways, although not frequently enforced. This morning, my the RA emailed again saying that due to anonymous complaints, they'd be enforcing the no off-campus guests rule by checking IDs of unfamiliar guests to make sure nice. they're students from then on. I'm going to protect your boyfriend from my nipples. Yeah, I'm going to actually protect his eyes so he doesn't mm. sin anymore. Hey, really? Yeah, I am concerned. I'm concerned. For your boyfriend's purity. <laughs> so I'm going to keep him out of your bed. Really? This girl should be thanking me. If she was concerned about her boyfriend <laughs> seeing the vague outline of my tits in the dorm hallways, she no longer needs to worry. <laughs> <laughs> that was so helpful. It seems like your boyfriend can't control his eyes, so I'm just going to make sure that he doesn't have to look at it. Because apparently, since that is our responsibility... To protect men's eyes. I will help. He's, he's not going to stumble anymore. Yeah, I will help you out with that, and I will ensure that he is no longer coming around me, the stumbling block. 
if you were in a relationship where you feel like you have to tell someone to change what they're doing because you're worried your boyfriend is going to be unfaithful to you nope the problem is not that other person it is not that other person's fault the the call is coming from within the house the call is coming from inside the house the com- the call is coming from inside it first of all if we were to to do what i just so dearly love to do with clients if we were to draw some some what is it zones of control locus of control locus wheels of control yeah like let's let's draw this out none of this none of this belongs to you the girlfriend that that your health of the relationship and your own insecurities definitely does belong to you the uh, and the other person that doesn't know you at all yeah definitely doesn't belong definitely to them. is outside of your circle you know what outside of the relationship entirely actually yeah um your boyfriend's eyes interestingly enough they also don't belong to you they belong to him they belong to him and that's his responsibility your feelings about what his eyes are doing those belong to you and that is where you can say hey can you try not to look at her boobs also his eyes belong to him yeah yeah and so you can't control that and so maybe if that really deeply disturbs you that he will be around other women at some point maybe that's something to consider maybe that's something to look within maybe that's something that you need to figure out yeah maybe just something also (laughs) like jay would never like like respectfully he would never do that in front of me yeah i mean also i doubt that this guy did i yeah well yeah i mean yeah we don't even know his perspective like he's probably like (laughs) he probably did not who are you talking about oh yeah he probably was like on his phone watching whatever sports highlights were on there like (sighs) i mean yeah i i've just never i mean this is just me being inexperienced, but I've never experienced not trusting my partner at all. Yeah. And so it's like... I wish I would have not trusted. God. <laughs> so gullible. Yeah. Do it on but twice. I see like these, like, especially in younger people's relationships where they're like, go through, go through each other's phones and like all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. dude, if you can't trust them, if you have to go through their phone, that's not, that ain't right. Yeah. Like, to, be, to be clear, this has never happened with Jay. This was past relationships. But yeah, it's a, it's a wild... I, I just think red flags. True, mm. genuine red flags. And it's it's something to look within. Like, why is, why is this bothering you so much? Why is there really something to be a f- hypervigilant about? If there is something to be hypervigilant about in his behavior, let, let's talk to him. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it together. Mm-hmm. That belongs to you to express. I don't know. It's just, it's so fucked up. And it starts so early. Yeah. And it's, it's misogyny and it's rape culture too saying that Say, women's yeah. bodies are responsible for men's actions and they're not well and it, that anyone can comment on your body at all like being a woman and just like it's, it's it's just normal that someone's like that someone says something about your body at any point during the day it's just open for discussion yeah i've tried to explain this to jay just like i don't think you understand that I know you don't, but like, let me explain it from this angle of anywhere you go at any point, men and women are always any, anyone, guys, gals, and non-binary pals looking at my body. Yes. Because I am a public commodity and people feel, and part of it is my age. My therapist encourages me that I will reach an age when I will become invisible. And I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait. To- yeah. She's <laughs> She's like, no, there is a point. I'm about which, to hit 30. Maybe that'll be the magic yes, year when no, nobody will look at me. <laughs> maybe that's the time when, like, people stop feeling that my body is 
just open for public scrutiny. It's so upsetting. It's and it horrifying. starts so early. It starts when, when girls are really little. And it's it's really gross. It's really uncomfortable and painful to live within. And the last thing we need is other women making that harder. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Another short and spicy that is not short. <laughs> Us? What? We had, we, things, we had things to say. We had things to say about this? Oh, my God. Well, I hope you'll enjoy. This was short and spicy in the sense that hot takes. It, yes. Spicy in our feelings. <laughs> spicy in our feelings, which we know y'all love. We love it. We have things to say. That's right. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you like these short and spicy episodes, leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, you can always send us an email with your uh, dating stories, your thoughts, your complaints, your feelings. By all means. <laughs> yes, to be featured on the short and the spicy. Yes, absolutely. Um, y'all, next week. Next week we are reviewing. <gasps> y'all. <laughs> drum roll. I don't have. Oh, one. do we have a drum roll? Yeah, <laughs> Bride by Ali Hazelwood. <laughs> Bride, dude. Ooh. If you haven't read this book, we've already finished it. I read it in two days, like probably yeah. with like amassed to maybe like four hours total of my life that yeah. I would like to relive. Um, I actually it went by a little too fast. I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna have to go revisit some stuff. <laughs> If you know what I mean. Yes. So please go pick it up. Uh, Kindle version, real version, whatever. Bride by Allie Hazelwood. It is one. It's her first romantic. Yes. You will not be disappointed. I was texting Katie Bird about it, and I was like, like I think you know where this is going to go, but like it's it's so good. It's so much dirtier than I ever would have imagined. I Allie Hazel like. And this might be the dirtiest yet. It's fucking filthy, y'all. If you already <laughs> love Allie Hazelwood. If you love her writing. If you love romanticy, this is the intersection for you. Yeah. It's amazing. She's found her calling. So next week's episode will be on Bride. So grab the book Vampires and read it. And Stim. Get ready. Um, I'm so excited to talk about it. Like, I've been grinning for two days straight. Yes, yes. It's excellent, y'all. We cannot wait to read it with you. We know you've loved our uh, our other Allie Hazelwood episodes. The enthusiasm is contagious. Yes, it's so good. Enjoy. Y'all, uh, they're in the future. Our listeners are in the future right now, so they know what happened at the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. You're right. I know. I hope we're happy. <laughs> oh, I hope we're happy. I hope our, the future us, I hope the future we are dancing with the future y'all. Yes, true, true, true. All right, follow us on socials. Ask Mine's Brother with friends. And until next time... Fuck the patriarchy. Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs>